Okay, are we like starting right now? Yeah, like we're starting. Okay. Ready? Yeah, I'm ready. I'm waiting on you, dude. <laughs> hey, this is Brian. Hey, this is Amanda. And you are listening to the Pro Tips Podcast. Find your focus and level up your life using our random ramblings and pro tips to find that winning edge at life. So I'm really excited about this podcast today because we're trying to change it up a little bit. And I know you and I visited for a minute on the phone yeah. before we started recording. But um, yeah, I am super stoked because we are going to be bringing on our very first special guest to be interviewed. And I will wait to introduce him a little bit later. Uh, so first of all, we're going to start off with something that kind of an idea that I picked up on another podcast that I listened to called Long Underwear. It's a podcast produced by the skiing people of Warren Miller movies. Um, they interview all sorts of professional skiers and snowboarders that appear in the Warren Miller ski films. And the catch is they're not allowed to talk about skiing, but mm-hmm. everything else. And they always wrap up their podcast with two highs and a low. Well, I want to kick off our podcast and maybe try to make this a thing where we kick our podcast off with two highs and a low that happened to each of us within like since the time frame of the last time we talked. So yeah. I will let you go first. Let's hear your two highs and a low because I know both of us have had kind of a crazy couple of weeks since we recorded last. Yeah, it's just been crazy busy and crazy things happening and what else would life be, right? But um, so I was thinking about that. I think I would have to say it's two highs, one low, right? Yes. So my two highs would be um, I've been trying to focus on team roping a little bit more. Um, I mean, my horse is amazing. And when you have that type of horse, you just have to capitalize on it. So I've been trying to focus on that. And um, anyway, so I've been entering a lot more jackpots, whatever rodeos. And one of my highs would definitely have to be winning um, a fourth place check at the number 12 roping this past Wednesday. And that's so big to me because it was all the pro guys there. It was a super tough roping, like three, four second runs. And I hung in there with them and I roped good. I think I only missed like one or two steers. My healers were amazing. My horse was amazing. So that would definitely have to be one of my highs. And then my other high um, would have to be yesterday. So we're recording this on a Sunday. This was on Saturday. And I went to two of the the USTRC World Series qualifiers during the day in Mount Pleasant, Utah. And then we drove up to Draper, Utah for the rodeo that night and didn't win a penny. But I roped so well. My horse was amazing. And it was just one of those days that was just a blast. And, you know, happiness always doesn't come from winning. But last night when I was crawling into bed, I just realized this is what 10-year-old Brian, like this was his dream. And so that would definitely have to be one of my highs too, because it was just such a blast. And yeah. Anyways, so those are my two highs. Can my I low? Can yes. I, before you go to the low, I just yes. I know. I I'm I try not to interrupt you because you're so good <laughs> at what you do. But can I just say that when you said that this is the dream that 10-year-old Brian really was wanting to live like that hit me in all the feels dude like I 
totally appreciate the fact that you are focusing on every good little thing that goes right in your runs, even though you're not winning money and, and Alice's rope is running so good. And can I just say that, uh, what was it like last year you found out that she, you know, she probably wouldn't be running barrels anymore. And I said, you, you know, you had goals with her for barrels, but I'm like, just because that part is over, doesn't mean that she doesn't have another purpose for you. Right. And And I think all that stuff happened for a reason. Yes. I think we're right where we were supposed to be. Oh my gosh. I'm almost getting emotional just talking about it because <laughs> I know you and I know the journey that you've had with this horse and yeah, it literally just, oh my gosh, like it's been so fun to watch. So thank you for sharing that with me and thank you for letting me like be a part of it and sharing it with the world because it just oh, goes to sure. show that no matter what, like even if you have to change directions and change the journey don't give up on the journey and the story because there's always something more and something bigger waiting for you. Right. Oh my gosh. Yep. Okay. So good. All right. <laughs> now that we're all like teary eyed and everybody's like, ah, oh, let's now that let's we're all warm about- inside. I know. Let's hear about your low because it was, it was kind of a heartbreaker for all of us. So let's hear it. Yeah. So I think my low would have to be, um, I came home from riding and stuff all day and went to feed my horses and one of my brood mares that was in foal for a 2022 foal was down colicking really bad. And so got in there, got her caught and usually I'll, you know, give them some sedative to get them comfortable and then take them over to the vet if I need to. But she was so bad. I didn't even bother. I hooked up the trailer, called the vet, said I'm on my way. So ran her over there. She was colicking so bad. We tried to save her um we couldn't so i ended up having to put her down but she was she was in so much pain and anyway so we put her down and they did an autopsy after and um her colon was twisted so even if i did surgery we couldn't have saved her but that was definitely a heartbreaker for me because this is such a special mare she was a prca level calf horse in her day uh, made the wilderness circuit final several times just a an amazing mare that I was given. And then I bred her to a son of highbrow cat this year. And I was just so looking forward to that foal because I just could see the talent that it would have. And, but anyway, so we ended up losing her. Um, that was definitely my low since the last, the last time we talked, but you know, life goes on. So what's up bestie. Oh, you know, just sending the anchor link to the wrong person. Whoops. <laughs> It happens, but you're now saved in my contacts on my iPad, so we're good. <laughs> so we might have some random dude just join in our podcast. Dude, how hilarious would that be? <laughs> It'd probably be our best one. <laughs> All five of our listeners would be like, woohoo! <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh, how are you? I am great. How are you? Oh, I'm so fantastic. Dude, life is so good. Give us some positive feedback, Amanda. What were your highs? (laughs) (laughs) So I just, I want to touch on that really fast because I, I'm a firm believer that anything that is removed from your life is always making room for something more and something better to come in. So I know that you were super excited about her, but she obviously had a different perp, like a different, you know, journey or story for you. Yeah. And she, you know, 
she's obviously out of pain and I, I just believe that the universe is literally making a way for something bigger and better to come in and right I believe that wholeheartedly so um me too as much as that sucks you know it's just it's it's part of owning animals I mean yep. I had two dogs that were my whole world and you know Sky, my my little dog she she had diabetes and started having seizures and one day she started seizing and we couldn't get her to stop and that, that was it you know and then Cinch we found out later that he probably had like lung cancer that mass sized to his brain and so he ended up having to be put down while I was in Las Vegas in 2019 so I mean that sucks but at mm-hmm. the same time if if I hadn't lost Sky, I wouldn't have got Rufus. And if I hadn't lost Cinch, I definitely wouldn't have gotten Wicket, you know, and Wicket yeah. is, I swear, my little soul dog. Like I have such a connection with that fiery little furball. I just, I can't even with him sometimes, but right. um, it's just a matter of keeping the faith. Okay. Now I can yep. step off my soapbox and talk about <laughs> my, my two highs and a low. Cause it's just life is literally a roller coaster. It's an ebb and a flow and a high and a low, and you got to take the good with the bad and, so yep. the last time we talked, uh, we were gearing up for the 2021 Idaho regatta and my brothers, I say brothers because I had two brothers racing in it. Um, my older brother, Mark lives in Boise and this was literally his second year racing. So he's still basically a rookie. Um, my little brother, Randall has been racing for over five years, just over five years and is really into it. And mm-hmm. there's so, he has so much god-given talent when it comes to racing a jet boat that it just it blows my mind um and he might be embarrassed with me like bragging on him as much as i do but i'm (laughs) hey your sister that's what they do yeah i am literally probably one of the proudest most proud people of him ever um so the regatta went well my highs i think for the last couple weeks are the fact that watching him race and watching mark race is just, it's literally one of the coolest things. Randall ended up coming in first in both of his races on Saturday. Um, Sunday morning, this was kind of a low, but Sunday morning he, he was set ready to roll and uh, they dropped the flag. He goes, he goes around the corner into turn or coming out of turn two, hits a roller in the water, uh, launches his boat like up just enough to, to rev the, the engine or the prop or whatever. And when he hit and he came back in the water, it overloaded the jet in the boat and it blew the engine. So yeah, that was like a pretty, pretty good low for the whole team. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it's just one of those deals where stuff happens. And then it, you know, with the lows comes the high, we're at the award ceremony Sunday night. And he was, he said that he was sitting there thinking, this is the first time since I started racing in Burley that I've never even podiumed or gotten a trophy or anything. Cause you know, he didn't finish the weekend. And so he was sitting there feeling pretty bummed. Well, there's a trophy called the, the Bill Faulkner Memorial uh, Mink Trophy. It's a, an award that they've been giving away for over 40 years. And it mm-hmm. used to be a mink coat is what the winner would get. And then they stopped doing the mink coat. And now they have this huge traveling trophy that's like, that weighs like almost a hundred pounds. And it's, it's like three and a half feet tall. And it's got everybody's name on it that's ever won it. And how you win it is you basically break the track record at Burley for speed in your class. 
So it's okay. it's eligible for all all classes. And the catch is once you win it one year, you're not eligible to win it the next year. So it just gives everybody a chance to try to win it. Well, my uncle, who actually started this boat racing stuff in Burley, has been chasing this trophy for over 40 years. And Sunday afternoon, we're sitting there and they're getting ready to give away this award. And they get up there and they're talking about the history of it and the, the man that started it. And so it's like, it's kind of a big deal. Um, it's basically the, the one award that all boat racers that come to Burley really strive to try to win. And they ended up calling my little brother's name. And he was the one that won it for this year because of how well he raced Saturday. He won. That's awesome. Yeah. He beat the record or won it by over, I think it was 100 and I think it was 103.89% of the record or yeah. It, I mean, it was, it was insane. I went back and watched wow. the, the live video of the awards and the poor guy that's introducing or that's like presenting the award can't even finish what he's saying because our whole family is screaming and crying and we're just, I mean, we're all in shock, but it was literally one of the greatest moments I've ever been a part of. And I was super grateful that I was able to be home for that. So, um, that was definitely a high, um, you know, and it was a full moon that weekend. So emotions were all over the place. Um, Mm -hmm. a low would be, I had everything lined out and set ready for silver state to go out to Winnemucca to shoot. I had my photographers lined up. I had my booth help lined up, had rooms lined up. Everything was like falling right into place. And one of my photographers that was going to shoot the second arena called me late Sunday night and said that she's not going to make it because she had a family emergency, which granted I get it stuff happens, but it was one of those deals that was just like, really? So this low kind of turned around into a high because it really made me have to shift my focus and put all my faith and all my energy into having faith that everything was going to work out. So, Mm -hmm. and it totally did because just, just because Diana wasn't able to go, I was able to get Michaela, one of the gals that's been working for me all summer. She came out of the booth and I put a camera in her hands, gave her some coaching. And she really just was hyper-focused on getting the shot, like learning how to shoot, getting the timing down. And she picked it up so fast that it literally blew my mind. And Silver State ended up being probably one of the funnest events that I've done so far. Um, it ran really smoothly for us. I went out there with the mindset that my number one priority was to get the very best photos of these kids that I possibly could. And I say mission accomplished because all the parents were excited about their photos. The performances ran well. Um, we didn't, we didn't even really have many hiccups for our picture stuff. There was, I think it was, Tuesday night, uh, the last evening performance. So I plugged uh, Michaela's strobes into the small arena. I plugged them into this giant generator that had that they used like big lights to light up the end of the track right there. And mm-hmm. somebody had gone over and and shut the breaker off that had my strobe plugged into it. And so we could they couldn't figure out why the like so Michaela couldn't figure out why the the strobe wasn't firing. And, you know, that one strobe wasn't firing, but her other one was. And so it wasn't the transmitter. And so 
luckily I wrapped up bull riding and they were setting up for ribbon roping. And so I like just set my camera down and stuff, jumped the fence and run, running over there and, and flipped the breaker and got it on. So that was basically the one and only hiccup that we ever, that we really had mm-hmm. uh, all week. Uh, but yeah, this whole, the whole week went really well. Um, so yeah, that was definitely a high and it really just solidified to me that a lot of times you don't know how it's all going to turn out. You just have to have faith that it's going to turn out. And once you yeah. put everything out there that it's, you know, and have complete faith that it's going to turn out, it's just, it makes it so much fun and it takes a lot of the stress away. Um, I thought it was so funny how I kept saying to everybody oh my gosh everything's going so well and I love how well everything's going and I'm so grateful it's going well and and everybody was like oh don't be talking about it I'm like why not like why not talk about how well things are going and have complete and utter faith that everything's going to continue to go well you know Mm -hmm. and um it was so awesome because Todd Kelly one of my favorite Utah announcers was hired to announce the large arena and they had another gal doing the small arena the performances were running just about three hours, like three, three and a half hours at the most. So, I mean, that was almost just the perfect amount of time because once we started in the morning at like 9am, you know, by the time the three hours were over, it was starting to get pretty hot. And so by the time it was done, we were ready to go in. And then we started the evening perks at seven and the sun didn't go down behind the mountain until about 8, 15, 8, 30. And so like, I was able to shoot a ma- the majority of the rodeo with natural light in the evening. Um, Michaela had to shoot, she shot goats, breakaway and tie down all with strobes. And I mm-hmm. shot mostly just barrel racing with my strobes, which was perfect because, you know, everything that's basically the setup that I could, that I was able to, to get easily yeah the arena so anyways that's yeah that's my two highs and the low and I love the lessons that come with that kind of stuff you know being present in the moment and and executing the faith aspect of all of it so Mm -hmm. um with that I think we should take a quick break and uh I'm gonna try to get a hold of our guest and see if he's ready to go but if everybody just wants to hang hang tight for a minute We'll uh, get started here in just a second. Sounds great. We are back and we have got a very special guest. We are super excited about this guy. He he hails from Las Vegas, Nevada, and I'm only just kind of pulling out random stuff I know from what I know. Um, And he is your current 2021 National High School Rodeo Association vice president. So he's a student. He's the student vice president. He lives in Las Vegas and he rodeos for the state of Utah. And I've been watching this kid for probably the last two or three years. And I love it because I always feel like the crazy cool aunt when it comes to some of my rodeo <laughs> kids. Like Brian, you know, like I'm the crazy cool aunt that gets to watch these it's guys. True. Yeah, I get to I get to watch these guys like grow and develop their skills. And this kid literally has one of the best attitudes and the best mindsets of any of the kids I've ever met. Um, he is a team roper, a steer wrestler, and he's all about helping other people. So with that said, let's get to it. Ladies and gentlemen, Mr. JP English. Do we have a special guest? Oh my goodness. Hello. We're, we're here. I know. Finally connected. <laughs> 
we we had to actually leave the fairgrounds here in Shawnee in order to catch some service. Dude, that's crazy. It's I was wondering. Ridiculous. Okay, so I've already introduced you, sort of. I'm gonna have I'll go through and like edit any edit all this stuff, but uh, tell us who you are, uh, where you're from, what you do, and uh, all that other fun stuff. Okay, well, who I am, I'm JP English. I'm the vice president for the National High School Rodeo Association. Um, I love steer wrestling. It's definitely my heart, soul, passion, something that I live, breathe, eat, and sleep. Um, I'm from Las Vegas, Nevada, but I do rodeo for the state of Utah, and Utah is the place that I really call home. I love it. Tell us how old you are. I'm 17, soon in a couple months to be 18. Woo! Love it. Okay, so Brian, meet JP. JP, meet Brian. Brian, do you have any questions? Hi, Brian. <laughs> Hello. Nice to meet you over the phone. <clears throat> All the pleasure is mine. So one of the main reasons I wanted to feature JP as our first official guest speaker on our hashtag pro tips podcast is because watching you JP work, I guess your magic with your peers in the arena and the way you carry yourself and the attitude that you have all the time is very inspirational to me. And Mm -hmm. it's like, I was telling Brian that I totally feel like the crazy cool aunt when I get to watch some of, some of my, you know, quote unquote, my kids rodeo. Yeah. And you have literally one of the best attitudes out of any of the kids that I meet. I mean, granted, a lot of the Utah kids have great attitudes and they're fun, amazing kids. But you're oh, yeah, definitely, absolutely. yeah, you're definitely a standout. Um, tell us what keeps you focused and so positive all the time especially when, because I know you didn't have the greatest state finals and your Silver State International Rodeo didn't definitely didn't go as well as you would hoped. So tell us what keeps you so positive all the time. Um, what really just keeps me positive all the time, I mean, lately, ever since kind of state finals, um, I've really just stopped stressing and worrying about things that I cannot control. Because there's there's really no point. I mean, I can't control it. So why why would I cause my mind and my body to stress and be worried about those things? <clears throat> oh my gosh! And then I love it. <laughs> and then um, you know, when I think about making a bad run, it's always back to the practice pen. Always thinking and taking the positive from even the worst of runs, even if it was just you know, I nodded pretty good. And besides that, everything was just kind of, <laughs> um, and a huge thing that I've always kept in mind is there's always the next one. Oh, that's perfect. Okay. So tell us about your silver state, because I was there and there was quite a few social media posts that showed up in my feed after your run. Let's see. What was it? Was it Second Monday? Go. Monday morning? Or Tuesday morning? Uh, when was the second go? 
That was. I think it started. I think it started Monday morning. Oh, Wednesday. Yeah. Wednesday morning. So Wednesday the seventh was the short round. So. Dad said it was Tuesday morning. Yeah. Okay. Tuesday morning. So tell us about what happened Tuesday morning with your run at Silver State in the steer wrestling. So Tuesday morning, definitely a wild morning, scared everybody. Um, I mean, we, we had set up, we made a plan, my Hazer and I, we made a plan that we wanted to execute um, throughout the whole run. And from the start, like from the nod to going to the steer, we did awesome. We executed it perfectly. We did exactly what we wanted. And as I was getting down on the steer, I was actually getting down to win it. it could have easily been a three on that steer. I, After kind of discussing it, I may have gotten down just a hair late, but I was getting down and that, that steer checked up, stuck his nose straight up in the air, and he just completely stopped. And it resulted in me taking a horn straight to the throat and sitting me in the dirt and just kind of putting everything to a standstill. Oh, so scary. So you had the plan and obviously the steer didn't agree with the plan. He's like, nope, that's not what we're doing today. Yes, correct. 100%. So our so, plan that we had executed didn't result in what we wanted and it ended up being an ambulance ride. So what I think is so cool about this is what happened afterwards. So you get hauled off in the ambulance and everybody's kind of like, what is going on? Like, not going to lie. Like I was pretty freaked out too. Cause you know, I'm the cool proud aunt of all my kids. And when <laughs> my kids get yeah. hurt. It like totally jacks with me. So what happened afterwards was you came back from the hospital and instead of holding up in your trailer or your hotel room or whatever, trying to recover, where did you go? What, what did you do that night, Tuesday night? Tuesday night, I went straight to the arena to help the shoot doggers. That was probably one of the coolest things I've ever seen in my life. So why do you feel like it's so important for you to uh, encourage and inspire and motivate the younger kids, AKA the shoot doggers and all the junior high kids? So for me, I mean, as a teacher and as a person who wants to be a good example and a leader, um, it also helps me a great deal. But more importantly, I was that kid before. I was that little guy climbing into the chute with a little bit of an intimidating animal and kind of not having a huge amount of guidance. I was I was in that position before for, for a while. And I want to do everything that I can to kind of give back to the kids who were like me, super, super into the sport, wanted everything to do with it. They wanted it. They're hungry for it. It's their passion. And I don't want them to be discouraged because they don't have the help that they need. So I want to keep that passion burning for them. And I just want to give back as much as I can. I love that. Brian, do you have any questions or anything you want to add? No, I just, um, so I'll just add in, I'm friends with Van Kelly on Facebook. 
And I, that's, I saw that post that he made, you know, thanking you for helping his son in that and didn't really yes, put the, put the dots together. And I read it. I thought that was awesome. And then Amanda was talking about you and I was like, oh my gosh, I totally saw that. But, um, so before we started recording with you, Amanda and I were talking about two highs and a low. And one of my highs was yesterday I got to go to a couple of the World Series qualifiers and then a rodeo that night. And I said, this is what 10-year-old Brian was dreaming of. And that's why it was so cool to me. And kind of the same way growing up, you know, you might not have that help. And so I think it's amazing that, that you want to help, you know, the younger kids come up because we all need a good role model like that. So I just want to yes, commend sir. you on that. I think it's awesome. Yes, sir. Thank you. Yes, you bet. Oh, my gosh. That just hit me in all the feels. I love this stuff so much. Okay. So, um, so I'm trying to think of what other questions. Okay. So right now, JP, you are in Shawnee, Oklahoma, getting ready for the, what is it? The International Youth. Tell me what it International, is. International, what does IFYR stand for, Dad? <laughs> International Finals Youth Rodeo. Okay. So who all can go and compete in that? Because I've heard about it, but I've never been. Um, and I, yeah, I'd like to know more about it. I believe it's, you know, anyone that wants to sign up and go, um, it's, it's open to anybody. Um, you know, there's no qualifiers or anything like that. You just, you, uh, you have to be pursuing a diploma, a high school diploma. Oh, that's awesome. So freshmen to graduating seniors. Nice. So it's just like one giant open rodeo for youth. Yes. It's kind of like how SSIR was last year, how they opened it up to everyone. Yeah. Perfect. Okay. So, so, and and it's, you know, go ahead. I'll go ahead. No, you go ahead. (laughs) I was just going to say that, you know, this year they're, there isn't as many contestants, I was being told, as they have had in past years. But a lot of that has to do with, again, still, unfortunately, COVID and stuff like that. Still kind of holding some people back from being able to come. And right. a lot of it has to also do with money and all that stuff. Yeah, and where where their priorities lie at the time. Yes. Yeah. Okay, so then um, where the do service you... might get. Go ahead. Oh, I was just gonna say the service might get a little jumpy in and out. We have to head back to the fairgrounds because one check-in is like going crazy, so it's gonna be hard to get into the meeting. Okay. So we're just gonna start heading back. If it might cut in and out, I'm sorry for that. I hope it doesn't. Okay, so we'll just we'll go ahead and just kind of. Um maybe try to wrap up your interview really quick. So tell us what you're doing next after Shawnee. After Shawnee, I'm heading straight to Lincoln, Nebraska for the national high school finals rodeo. And the first thing I'm going to do when I get there is escort all the Queens and all their queening stuff. So that'll be kind of an in it's, it's real rough job. I mean, the but somebody's got to do it, man. What you know, a bummer. Yeah, someone someone's got to do it, but it's also kind of a nice thing. Um, since that I am running for president this year, 
um, for my senior year. And all the queens are delegates as well. So it's kind of an inside scoop as well as you get to see the behind the scenes almost of what a lot of people don't get to see. Okay, so tell us really quick. So my main point of having you on this podcast is number one, you're super positive. Number two, you like to give back. Number three, you've got a great attitude. You're always smiling. Um, you're always trying to help others. And now you're running for National High School Rodeo Association student president. Tell us why you want to run for student president because I'm trying to expand our reach for the podcast. And I have a lot of yeah. rodeo moms that listen. I've, you know, we're trying to, I want to try to get some of these rodeo kids to listen uh, so that they can, yeah. they can see that, you know, it's, it's attitude is everything. So tell us why you want to run for president. Had a, a great time this last year running as vice president. I had great experiences and everything. And, but um, just kind of at SSIR, it was really shown to me that, you know, and I kind of added it in the post that I made just the other day, and it's my most recent post on Instagram. I've had this wonderful opportunity to be and really help others. And that's where I'm really wanting to go with being the president. It's a title. It's an opportunity to actually reach out and help people, to be able to help those help help those upcoming you know fresh comfortable help expand rodeo help the passion for it grow one of those it's one of those things for me i don't i don't have time to be upset and mope and groan about bad runs or anything like that can't i don't have time to go sit in my trailer and do stuff like that i've got stuff i got to get done i know there's people who need help would like for help but some that are just too nervous to ask so it's a lot easier and a lot better to just to just go do it without being asked where people can find you on social media so mainly you can find me on instagram that's all i have and i'm perfectly fine with that i'm looking to link it to a facebook but you can find jp english or if you search justin underscore english and that's spelled j-u-s-t-o-n underscore english just like the language i love it Good stuff. Okay, Brian, really quick. Do you have anything else to add before JP has to run off to his meeting? Well, I just want to give you a big shout out. I think you're so well-spoken. I love your positive attitude. And before Amanda and I had talked about you, I I'd never, you know, heard of you. I saw you on the van on Van Kelly's post and that was about it. So I went and did a quick Instagram stalking and I just love um, everything you post, the outlook that you have on life, I think it's a lot like mine and Amanda's and, you know, just rolling with the punches, keep going. And so I just want to wish you the best of luck on your run for president and at the Shawnee and at the Nationals. So I hope you have a great few weeks. Awesome. Thank you so much. I really appreciate that. It means a lot to me. Yeah, you bet. Thank you so much, JP, for for taking a little drive to get connected so that we can visit for a minute and no, um, oh and we lost him but that's okay we lost him <laughs> that's okay like that was a pretty solid like quick little interview I thought that was pretty good so uh what do you think Brian how'd we do <laughs> I think it went good for our first guest can't complain right yes yes I love 
I love how positive he he is and he's he's definitely a man on a mission and I absolutely love that about him I love that he likes to care of the ones that are coming up below him you know there's a quote that I've seen in on at times be who you needed when you were younger so be the person that that you needed when you were that age and a lot of times I try to do that sometimes with the gals that work for me that are, you know, in college, in their college years, in their 20s, like guide and direct them and support them and show them Mm -hmm. that their attitude makes a difference. Yep. Do you have anything to add? Um, I don't think so. I feel like um, he, you know, gave us some good gold nuggets of advice. Um, I have to go back and listen to this because I think it was so good. Woo, Brian's actually going to go back and listen to a podcast. That, like, never happens. Possibly. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. Yeah. That's so funny. Oh. So is there anything else you think of that you can think of for us to kind of touch base on? I just love how, you know, he said he doesn't like, and you pointed it out, too. He doesn't have time to go mope around. I think none of us do. We just need to get over whatever, whatever happened, and we're on to the next one. So. Right. I, I know you pointed that out, but I just love that he said that. I think it's a very valuable little piece of advice. So have you seen that quote? Um, a lot of barrel racers, I think, have shared it, that if you're too busy worrying about your last barrel, you're gonna it's going to mess you up for your next barrel. So, like, do... I like it because it's like, do what you can in that moment. And then once that moment's over, let it go and move on to the next moment. Because if you're still worrying about the last moment... The next, you're going to yeah. miss the next moment and it's going to put you behind and it's going to mess everything up. So let that right. old moment go, learn the lessons that you need to learn from that moment, pick yourself up and move on. Yep. Cause you got stuff to do, you know, there's you no got point. stuff to do. You yeah. got barrels to turn, like let's go. Yeah. And for JP, he's got stairs to throw and you know, for the record, yep. this kid, I mean, he works out and he, he lifts weights and he, he's a bot, like kind of a bodybuilder type. Uh, but he's literally, puts in the work. dude, he does put in the work, but he's literally one of the smallest steer wrestlers in the state of Utah. Um, mm-hmm. Like I said earlier, he's, he's probably, I would guess probably like five, three, five, four, maybe five, five, like I'm five, six or five, seven. And, and I'm taller than he is, but um, yeah, but he is, he's got a great attitude. You know, he's very motivating and it's just, it's, going to be so cool to see where he ends up in the next like five to 10 years. So watch him, you know, pay attention to what's happening and what a great example he is for, you know, the youth of rodeo, because we all need good examples, especially the youth that, that tend to overthink or tend to get all up in their head, you know, let it go, like relax and just have faith that everything's going to work out. Yep. Yep. That's amazing. All right. So, with that being said, hopefully, I'm pretty sure I can piece all this stuff together. <laughs> yeah, you'll you'll have to pull out your mad editing skills, but I think you got it. Oh, we totally got it. So, um, I guess with that, I mean, we don't really have anything else, but it was, I mean, what a great, fun podcast this was. And, you know, just thank you so much, my little bestie, for thank being on you. this journey, journey with me. Yeah, figuring it out as we go. I love Y'all it. Y'all stay hooked with us. Stay hooked. <laughs> <laughs> Believe all things are possible. Have a great attitude. Find the joy. Be grateful. All those wonderful things.
all the things. All Go out the and things. be a baddie. Go be a baddie and slay it. All right. <laughs> On that note, we're going to wrap this up. Brian, hit us with your socials one more time. Uh, Instagram is Brian underscore Rasmussen. And Facebook's Brian Rasmussen. TikTok, just type in my name. You'll find it. Um, Next Gen Performance Horses, you'll find me. And I am Amanda Dilworth. I have a personal Facebook, Amanda Dilworth. Social, let's see, Instagram, at Western Edge Photo. TikTok, at Western Edge Photo. Facebook, Western Edge Photography. So on that note, if you guys have any suggestions, go follow us on our socials. Uh, drop us some DMs on possible people you want to you wanna hear from people you think we should interview and all that fun stuff. So on that note, Brian, go slay your day, buddy. Hey, we'll see you later. Thanks for the fun. All right. Have a great one. We'll talk to you later. All right. Bye y'all. Okay. Bye. And because it took a minute for JP to connect to our recording this week, I saved a couple of our random ramblings and just dumb stuff that Brian and I tend to talk about because we're bored. I hope you guys enjoy. Thank you all for listening. We appreciate everybody's support, and we'll see you next time. No matter what I do. Sing it. I'm just putting on a concert. What should I sing? Kojo. Oh, my gosh. Dude, have you listened to his new... His new uh, we're going to drive away for a bit to try and get better service. Uh, have you heard his two new songs? Yes. Dude. So good. See, I didn't love them. No? Like, I thought they were good, but they're not my favorites, but maybe they'll grow on me. So, what didn't you like about them? They're just kind of boring. (laughs) What? They're, like, gross and lovey. Ugh. (laughs) Give me some songs that talk about riding horses and drinking whiskey. want to put that i want to put this on there like we're gonna have to just this is what we talk about while we wait for our guests to drive <laughs> but no dude like, so songs. The, the first one uh until you can't oh my gosh I oh that one like, no 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 those two okay are you talking about the ones that were released like a week ago yes. or the ones that were released like a couple days ago no like a week ago like two. Oh no ago. i love those two yeah and then the one where he talks about his daughter like god bless the boy or whatever yeah see i'm not a fan of that oh i heard it for the first time yesterday drive like we're awesome and they're awesome and Bruce. everything is awesome Everything is awesome. Dude, I used to sing a song. There was a song that I would sing while I was up skiing or whatever. And it would be like, everything is awesome because I'm so awesome. And you can't spell awesome without me. Wow. <laughs> we just need to record it and make that our... Our little jingle that theme song entry. So funny. Everything is awesome. Because I'm so awesome and you can't spell awesome without me. Please don't quit taking photos for a living. Uh, oh, don't worry. I won't. <laughs> Just kind of like when you were singing, you sent me the Snapchat video of you singing uh, I'm an American on the 4th of July. And I was oh, like, oh. don't quit your day job, dude. Like it literally. That was made, so bad. It made my heart so happy. It was so funny. I can be a good singer when I try. 
don't try. It's fine. Do you want me to sing for you really fast? <laughs> Depends. I'm the one that has the editing power on this thing. Oh no. The only thing you should is, be a radio host. I should, dude. That was an option at one time. Really? Yeah. Fun fact. Uh, one of my good friends that lives here in Burley is one of the one of our local radio hosts, and there was. One time when his co-host was on vacation or something and he wanted to like bring in special guests. And so he had me on his radio show one morning and I slayed it because I. Because duh. Because duh. I'm awesome at basically (laughs) whatever I do. So it's just, it's a thing. Okay. 